the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. We may soon find out whether there will be a Trump-Putin summit. National Security Advisor John Bolton is in Moscow now, and the White House says he will be meeting with Russian President Putin to talk about a possible summit, among other things. Orders for long-lasting factory goods declined for the second straight month in May, but demand for cars, metal products, and aircraft all falling. The Commerce Department says durable goods orders, items meant to last at least three years, from washing machines to tractors, dropped 0.6% last month. That followed a steeper drop of 1% in April. A category that tracks business investment slipped 0.2% after a healthy gain of 2.3% in April. Correspondent Ken Lorman. On Wall Street right now, the Dow is up 143 points. This is SRN News. June is PTSD Awareness Month. According to the National Center for PTSD, people with this disorder may also have other problems. These include feelings of hopelessness, shame, or despair, depression or anxiety, among others. Treatments for PTSD will also help these other problems because they are often related. The coping skills you learn in treatment can work for PTSD and these related problems. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Only Michael's here in the Eagle Wellness Studios on this Wednesday as the week begins to warm up. Partly cloudy in 82 today. We'll see sunshine in upper 80s for Thursday, mid to upper 90s as we look ahead to Friday. Coming up here on Like It on uh, Wellness 1570. Yeah, it's Like It Matters Radio. I'll get it straight. With Mr. Black every weekday morning at 9 a.m. here on the Twin Cities one and only wellness station, Wellness 1570. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Fact. The government will always try to shortchange you in an eminent domain case. If Schnitker Law doesn't get you more money, you don't pay them. Kurt Schnitker from the Schnitker Law Office knows how to get the money or due. 
He'll prove your property is more valuable than what the government says it is. Because of the hassle, most of the time a property owner settles for a smaller portion of what they should be paid. Schnitker Law often gets double or triple what the government offers you. Unless you know the law and how it benefits you, you can end up leaving a lot of money on the table. Don't go it alone and settle for less. Call Schnitker Law. They use appraisers and their extensive knowledge of the law. They know condemnation rules and they know how to negotiate with the government. Schnitker Law uses all these skills to get you what you deserve. Don't take the government's lowball offer. If Schnitker Law doesn't get you more money, you owe them nothing. There's no risk. Call today, 763-252-0114. Schnitker Law Office. Online at minnesotaeminentdomain.com. Oh, thank goodness. Honey, it's Terminix. The ants are everywhere. I don't know where they're coming from. It's a good thing you called when you did. A single colony can have tens of thousands of ants. You could have one colony or several. There's only one way to find out. If pests like cockroaches, spiders, centipedes, scorpions, mice, rats, or ants have invaded your home. HQ, I've got a confirmed ant colony in the upstairs bathroom. Terminix will scour every hiding place and stop them in their tracks with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. For a free pest estimate, call 1-800-719-1227. There's a second colony in the downstairs crawl space. Repeat, two ant colonies. Terminix is America's leading termite and pest control provider with 90 years experience and expertise. I knew it. Found an ant nest 100 feet out in the backyard. We got him. For your free pest estimate, call Terminix, Defenders of Home, 1-800-719-1227. That's 1-800-719-1227. 30-day money-back guarantee at participating locations. Limitations apply. See plan for details. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about gift cards. Yep, gift cards. And you know why? Because consumers spend more than $130 billion a year on gift cards. That's according to advisory company CEB Tower Group. But you ready for this? $130 billion spent every single year. But $1 billion went unspent. That's just stunning if you think about it. A billion dollars in gift cards goes unused every single year. Well, I don't know about you, but boy, if there's stuff that's available to me and I'm not using it, uh, boy, that's on me. What's the old saying? Screw me once, shame on you. Screw me twice, shame on me. And some of us today, we're going to take a look at some things because there are gift cards. There are things that are sitting there ready to be used by us, ready to be spent by us, ready to be uh, uh, benefited by us. But it does no good unless we use them, unless we spend them, unless we activate them. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about gift cards. Because we've heard it before, you know, life is a gift. We hear it. But boy, what is a gift, you know? 
this is a little poem by uh, Ellen Bailey. It says, I value the life God has given to me. It is my life, and I can live it as I please. My life may not mean much to someone else, and how I live it is up to God and me. Only God knows how many years I have remaining, but I intend to live them all without complaining. I will treasure each day and rejoice in its pleasure, practicing His righteousness as a means of measure. I will do my daily chores with a song in my heart, singing God's praises until the day I depart. And while I'm living out my disappearing years, I will be grateful to Him for putting me here. You know, this word called gift, you know, I love uh, VeggieTales. Uh, I love the cartoons by itself, but then you put a cartoon with a Christian theme on it, and I'm going to really love it. And uh, the Snoodle Tell is one of my favorite. And there's a quote in that, that cartoon that I always remember. It said, a gift that is commanded is no gift at all. A gift that is commanded is no gift at all. You know, why does God give us free will? Because the gift that's commanded is no gift at all. Why did God love us first and then lets us choose whether we're going to love him or not? Because a gift that is commanded is no gift at all. Dictating for my wife how she's to treat me, how she's to do this, how she's to do that, when she's supposed to make love to me. When a gift that's commanded is no gift at all. And so this is unknown It says, I didn't give you the gift of life, but in my heart I know. The love I feel is deep and real, and if it had been so, as if it had been so. For us to have each other is like a dream come true. No, I didn't give you the gift of life. Life gave me the gift of you. You know, if you think about it, sometimes that gift uh, can change. Because perception is reality. Have you ever gotten a gift that uh, didn't seem too much like a gift. You know, if you want your spouse, uh, maybe you think your spouse is carrying on a couple extra pounds, or maybe they know they're carrying a couple extra pounds. And then for some birthday or some Christmas, uh, if you bought them a gym membership without them suggesting it or uh, inquiring about it or maybe setting it up, that might not be considered much of a gift at all, right? To some people, it could be considered a slap. For some people, uh, they could frame that in such a way that, boy, there's no gift at all. It's an insult. It's demeaning, right? So you got to get what is this thing called gift. A gift is a thing given willfully to someone without payment, a present. Number two definition is a natural ability or talent. And I want to suggest that we have some gifts that maybe up until now you haven't seen them as gifts. You haven't framed them as gifts. But they are gifts. You know, it, it, sometimes you it takes more than being an optimist. Yeah, you can be a realist as well. It kind of reminds me when I talk about the optimist or the realist. Uh, uh, it's one of my favorite jokes. Um, Ronald Reagan told it, and actually Ed Meese, when he was writing a book about Ronald Reagan, said this was his favorite joke as well. He said there was a couple that had two children. And the parents were worried that the boys had developed extreme personalities. One was a total pessimist, the other a total optimist. The parents took them to a psychiatrist to see what they could do to help them both. First, the psychiatrist treated the the pessimist. He wanted to brighten his outlook. 
And so the psychiatrist took him to a room piled to the ceiling with brand new toys. But instead of yelping with delight, the little boy burst into tears. What's the matter? The psychiatrist asked, baffled. Don't you want to play with any toys? Yes, the little boy bawled. But if I did, I'd only break them. Next, the psychiatrist treated the optimist. Wanting to dampen his outlook, the psychiatrist took him to a room piled to the ceiling with horse manure. But instead of wrinkling his nose in disgust, the optimist emitted just the yelp of delight that the psychiatrist had been hoping to hear from his brother, the pessimist. Then he clambered to the top of the pile, dropped to his knees, and began gleefully digging out scoop after scoop with his bare hands. What do you think you're doing, the psychiatrist asked. Just as the baffled, just as baffled by the optimist as he had been by the pessimist, the boy says, with all this manure, there must be a pony in here somewhere. You know, it's so powerful. I talk about a lot the power of framing and the power of reframing. You know, that we can take something and we can change the meaning because nothing in the world has any meaning except the meaning we give it. In other words, I'm not saying life has no meaning. I'm saying technically the only meaning that life has is the meaning that we give it. It is the frame that we put around it. That's why, that's why Dr. Viktor Frankl in, the, uh, in his research came up with a concept called logotherapy. He spent years in Auschwitz. And he said in the book called Man's Search for Meaning, it's a great book, highly recommended, Man's Search for Meaning, he said that when the, the gates of Auschwitz would open up and new people would come in, he said, I could tell who was going to make it. And by making it, he didn't mean live because that was out of the realm of their control. That wasn't their gift to decide. He said, you know, the, the Nazis could take our food, they could take our clothing, uh, they could take our family, they could take our life. But they couldn't take our will. They couldn't take our dignity. They couldn't take our spirit. That had to be freely given. And just in that simple little story I just told, you can see how something goes from a, a curse to a gift or a gift to a curse. And it really does depend on the frame we put around it. And today is not a show about positive thinking. That's not what today is about. I want us to consider... What are some of the things that up until now we have not truly put in the right proper light on them? That we have called them a burden or a, 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 a badge of shame or something that uh, we're embarrassed about. But what if you could actually frame that? And what if instead of that, what if these things, instead of being that, now you could see this for what it truly is, and it is a gift. And let me suggest what some of the things I'm suggesting are. Can I suggest that our past can be a blessing or a curse? Can I suggest that pain could be one of the greatest presents that we've ever received? Might I suggest that one of the greatest gifts that we have that is unopened, just like those gift cards is our potential. And might I suggest that our ability, that the power that we are created with, untapped, unknown, unsolicited, is one of the greatest gifts that we could ever have. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about gift cards. Be back in three minutes.
Here's what a pastor from Here's North what a Carolina. pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about leadership awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. We all want to lead healthier lives, and Natural Awakenings Magazine helps you do just that. As the greenest and healthiest magazine in the metro, Natural Awakenings brings you the latest information about health and wellness. You'll find articles on healthy homes as well, including gardening, energy efficiency, and green living. Check out our monthly calendar. It's full of events to keep you connected. Natural Awakenings is available in over 300 locations throughout the metro, and it's free. Visit us at naturaltwincities.com. Natural Awakenings. Feel good. Live simply. Laugh more. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio mythoclast, a destroyer and debunker of myths, a carrier of some true therapy for those who choose to be a part of the life called significant. And I'm so honored you choose to join me. Time is one of those precious gifts. You know, time is one of the utmost gifts. Uh, If you don't believe me, ask someone who's running out of time. If you don't believe me, ask an Olympic medalist who won a silver or a bronze. Uh, if you don't believe me, you know, ask the uh, uh, that uh, person who's uh, uh, had a, a relationship with their uh, 
with their uh, fiance that's honoring to God and waiting for that wedding night when they can truly enjoy uh, the fruits uh, of uh, that marriage. Boy, time is an incredible gift. And today we are talking about gift cards. Why? Because I came across this stat, which just blew me away. Uh, I guess we spend, and this was from January 1st of 2018. So this is pretty clear. It's beginning this year. We spend more than $130 billion on gift cards per year. And according to this one company, CEB Tower Group, and I've heard this before, by the way, just say no, $1 billion of it went unspent. I mean, could you imagine a lot of people money's tight? Matter of fact, I never, ever, ever even pass up a single penny. Uh, whenever I'm walking along, if I see any money on the ground, if I see a penny, if I see a dime, see a nickel, I always pick it up. I hold it in my hand. I remind myself that that nickel, that dollar, that penny, whatever it is, says, in God we trust. And I hold it in my hand and I say, God, I will trust you for the little things in life. And to me, it's a metaphor because I don't want to walk over money that God's put in my path. You know, God owns all the cattle and all the hills. He is Jehovah Jireh, the God that provides. He is El Elyon, God, God. El means God. So El Elyon is God, God. Anytime the Bible says something twice, it's really important. He is supreme, sovereign. So he is the deliverer of all things. And so once you understand this, so in God I trust, if I'm going to trust him in my life, I'm going to trust him for the little things and the big things, and they're all going to be considered gifts. you got to get this. This word gift is a normalization. Yeah, you can put a, quote, gift. You can get a gift in a box and put it in a wheelbarrow. Absolutely, technically you can do that. But the word itself is a nominalization. It has different meanings to different people. Some people consider constructive criticism a gift. Some people consider constructive criticism an attack. But I want you to think about it. It's still the same thing. I mean, honestly, you know, people want to be around Jesus. If Jesus walked on the planet today, uh, people would be so offended. He'd be thrown in jail. He'd be killed again. Because people wouldn't choose to take the truth, his words, as a gift. And they would think he's picking on them, he's demeaning them, he's attacking them. But no, the word of God never returns void. It always accomplishes its purpose because it is a gift. And so I want you to think about this is not just about being an optimist. You know, this is the optimist creed. I love this. This was written uh, over 100 years ago by Christian Larson. It's called the Optimist Creed. It says, promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. To talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet. To make all your friends feel that there is something in them. To look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. To think only of the best, to work only for the best, and to expect only the best. To be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own. To forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. To wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living, living creature you meet a smile. To give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. And the Optimist Creed is to promise yourself to be too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, 
and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. See, for the optimists, they frame everything in the positive. And I want you to know that this is not what today's show is about. I want to suggest that some of the greatest gifts that we have, and a lot of them are misused or not used properly or never even tapped into, are the past, which can create, uh, talk about our pain, our potential, and our power. It's those four Ps. These are some of the greatest gifts. And it's about, sometimes it is about taking obstacles and turn them into opportunities. I don't know about you, but I learned the most from my failures. There's something called failing forward. And one of the biggest obstacles that stops people from doing anything is fear of failure. But if you can reframe that and look at failure as a gift, because we learn through our failures, we don't learn our successes. We learn, we, we hunger for God in the valley. Sometimes we're on the mountain of God, we forget God. But we're in the valley, there's only one way to look up, it's to look up to God. As I know from my personal experience, and a lot of you out there know, that there's only one place that you can get to the city of dependence. And you must travel, for some of us, for a long time on this road called desperation. It reminds me of a story I heard in, in ancient times. A king had a boulder placed on a roadway. Then he hid himself and watched to see if anyone would remove the huge rock. Some of the king's wealthiest merchants and courtiers came by and simply walked around it. Many loudly blamed the king for not keeping the roads clear, but none did anything about getting the big stone out of the way. Then a peasant came along carrying a load of vegetables. On approaching the boulder, the peasant laid down his burden and attempted to move the stone to the other side of the road. After much pushing and straining, he finally succeeded and he moved the boulder. As the peasant picked up his load of vegetables, he noticed a a purse lying in the road where the boulder had been. The purse contained, contained many gold coins and a note from the king indicating that the gold was for the person who removed the boulder from the roadway. The peasant learned what many others never understand. See, ladies and gentlemen, life is a classroom, and we create meaning out of everything. We can learn to see every pain as an opportunity to feel empathy for others, every obstacle as an opportunity to learn to maneuver in a flow in this walk called life, every broken person as an opportunity to develop someone's hope, every obstacle as an opportunity to improve one's condition. Do you see it? How we can use our past as a blessing to others. We can use our pain as a gift to others. We can use our potential to benefit ourselves and other people. And we use our power not only to change our lives, but the lives of those around us. And to most people, you know what they would call that? They would call it a gift. But I want you to think about this. We have this timeline. And there's only three places to live on this timeline. We have a past. We have a present called the now. And we have a future. And I'm going to tell you right now, the only place that we can live is in the now moment, is in the present. So many people are living in the past. So many people are are pretending and dreaming about a future, but they're not doing anything about it. There's only one place we can live, and that is the present, the now moment. It's why I deal so much with this place called the now, this place between the stimulus and the response, this place called now. 
the future is not guaranteed. We don't have too many futures left. I'm telling you, I'm a man of God. And I'm telling you, God's wrapping this puppy up. There's no guarantee of a future. It's a nice concept. It can keep hope alive. It's something to look forward to. But there's no guarantee. It hasn't happened yet. So technically, we can't learn anything from it. So I want to go to this first gift. This first gift that a lot of people aren't using properly, aren't using as a gift, leaving it on the table, treating it like that $1 billion of gift cards every year that goes unspent. And that is our past. We learn from our past. You know, a lot of people live in the past, and they live in this something called survival. There are three R's to survival. Resist, regret, resent. You know, when you're regretting life, when you're regretting this and regretting that, you know what you're doing with the past? You're taking it and you're using it as a weapon against yourself. It's depressing you. It's abusing you over and over and over. And then you self-medicate. You shut down. You're sleepy all the time. Uh, you, you look for ways to escape. How about resentment? Right? There's a lot of things that happened to us in the past that we can say life ain't no fair. It was too hard. My childhood was tough. My dad wasn't nice. My mom was missing. It was an alcoholic. All that stuff. I'm not downplaying all that, but we have a lot of resentment. We have our pound of flesh. We have our record of wrong. And it's just eating us up. It's destroying us. It would be a gift from our enemy. It's the Trojan horse, right? Where, oh, it looks like it's a good thing. We bring it in, and all of a sudden, it's going to bring to our doom. And then the resistance. You know, there's a lot of things that are in front of us that are put there to grow us, to challenge us, to help us be more. But because we're living in the past, because we're living in regret and resentment, we're now resisting those things that are a blessing to us. And we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. But I'm going to suggest that our past, there's lots. Our past, we can remind ourselves of of things that we overcame. We can remind ourselves when there was times where we didn't think we could get through something. We can remind ourselves that things looked helpless and hopeless, and yet we overcame. We can remind ourselves that when things looked impossible, that no one was around, someone showed up. We can remind ourselves that even in the fear and the doubt, that things worked out. We can remind ourselves that even when it looked bleak and dark, that every weapon was formed against us, that no weapon formed against us could actually prosper. We must remind ourselves of those things from the past that we overcame. Remind ourselves how strong we truly are. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about gift cards. And one of the greatest gifts that we have is our past. But it takes putting a proper frame on it. And after the break, we're going to go into three other things that are gifts but are not being properly spent. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. 
Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 14th through the 16th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Consider Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand-in-hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. Montessori activities work with children's hands and minds at the precise, critical period of a child's development. I'm learning to be a leader by helping younger students in my classroom. Learning is so much better when it's hands-on. At Hand in Hand, I get to make my own choices. Schedule a tour now at Hand in Hand Christian Montessori, where preschool, elementary, junior high, private school, homeschool students love, learn, and lead. Call 651-784-7988 or go to hihcm.org. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. But we need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about gift cards. Why? Because consumers spend more than $130 billion a year on gift cards. And undoubtedly, that's too much because $1 billion go unspent. $1 billion. And I started thinking about, wow, I wonder if there's other stuff in our life that is readily available, that is right there in front of us, that we don't use, that we don't spend Boy, I tell you, there's a lot of people that uh, pray to God and want help and want new beginnings, want a new marriage, uh, and then all of a sudden, they I don't know they're praying this, and then uh, they get referred to me uh, to go to my class. And I call them up, and I talk to them, and they know they need to go. Their friend knows they need to go. They share with me struggles they're having, that if they went, they would be all gone. So here, they've been praying. They've been asking God for help. God answers the prayer by sending the black man, by sending Mr. Black. And these people, him and haw. And a lot of them won't spend the money because for most people, money is their God. Don't say that God is your God. Jesus is not. It's money. Let's be honest. Most of you won't do anything unless you're going to add it all up together, unless all the pieces fit together. That's not faith. Faith requires a gap, people. Some of you don't get it. And some of you won't do anything if there's ever a gap. Well, then you have no faith. 
Oh, ye of little faith. And, and Christ, if he was walking on this planet right now, would chastise you. Said, oh, ye of little faith. So you got to realize what good is a gift? A gift that's commanded is no gift at all. How about this? A gift that is given and not used? A door that is open and not walked through? A person that God put in your life as a blessing that you don't build that relationship? Is no gift at all. Of the $130 billion a year that is gifted in gift cards, $1 billion never gets spent. So technically, it was no gift at all. And so one of the greatest gifts we have and talk is our past. And I'm talking about all of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, the stuff you liked, the stuff you didn't like. There are great lessons back there, great learnings. My childhood was traumatic. And over time, I just took all my childhood psychologically and put it one big black bag that says all bad. And the problem was I had to restructure my past. There were a lot of lessons from my past that were critical, important lessons. And even though what I went through might have been painful, the lesson was a gift. Because that lesson allowed for me to not go through that same experience again. For my kids, I've always wanted to use my screw-ups, my mistakes, as a gift to them. So that they don't have to make the same mistakes. So that they don't have to go through the same uh, uh, belabored pain. And so the key with the past, though, to make it a gift is that you can't live there. Because then you're in survival. You're, You're resisting. You're regretting. You're resenting. You're dishonoring God. Where strife is present, there is confusion and every other sin. And confusion is the number one weapon of the enemy. It's interesting they use that, God used that word confusion and, just in case you didn't know, every other sin. So it says it right there because the strife, because people live in the past. No, we learn from the past. We reframe the past. We take the lessons from the past and we move it forward. Which brings us to the second gift. But unless you see it as a gift, it will not be treated that way. And you ready for this? And this is going to be a hard one for some of you to swallow. I'm just going to be honest with you. Let's call it what it is. It's called pain. Yep, I just said that that's a gift. That's exactly what I did. And some of you are freaking out. Like, what? How does he mean? Because pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. You can never truly walk a mile in someone else's moccasins unless you can understand what they're going through. And understanding empathy allows you to reach people. You know, I got this from a, uh, from a blog. It uh, says, if you can't feel pain, you can't feel anything else either. And that was from Judd Hirsch from Ordinary People. This was Thursday, October 5th, 2006. And he's blogging about a movie this guy is watching, why it affects him so. He says, would you like to see a grown man cry? If you would, just come watch the film Ordinary People with me. I've seen this film about seven or eight times. I'm reduced to a pathetic ball of blather every time. Why this matters. Somehow, I'm able to slip right into the Timothy Hutton character's shoes. I experience what he experiences, feel what he feels. I think the reason I'm able to do this so easily is because this person is on a journey through physical, mental, and emotional pain, and he's going through it alone. No matter how many friends and supporters I have, there's part of this journey I am on where I cannot be joined. No matter how empathetic and sympathetic one is, they cannot crawl inside of me and know what it's like to go through what I'm going through. In other words, I am no stranger to pain. 
Most people will do almost anything to avoid pain. Motivational guru Anthony Robbins claims that the avoidance of pain is the single most powerful driving force of human behavior. I do not recommend suffering unnecessary pain for the sake of suffering, but pain is a natural part of life. When I see someone taking extraordinary measures to avoid pain, they are usually just exchanging one form of pain for another, often compounding their troubles. This would include using drugs or alcohol to numb pain, avoiding the bill collector or the taxman, or repeatedly avoiding unpleasant confrontations that simply have to take place. Perhaps the saddest of all attempts to avoid pain is the person that cannot or will not open himself or herself up to truly let another person in for fear of being hurt. This person wants and needs true intimacy with another human being as much or more than the rest of us, but will never have it. If you will not open yourself up to the possible pain of rejection, you can never truly love. And what is the point of our existence if not to love and be loved? Pain is no fun. But until you're willing to open yourself up to the possibility of feeling it, you're not going to feel anything else worthwhile either. At least when you feel pain, you're receiving confirmation that you're indeed alive. For all of the pain and suffering I have experienced, I choose life, for that is the gift. Remember the words of Ellen Bailey? I value the life God has given to me. It is my life, and I can live it as I please. My life may not mean much to someone else, and how I live it is up to God and me. Only God knows how many years I have remaining, but I intend to live them all without complaining. I will treasure each day and rejoice in its pleasures, practicing His righteousness as a means of measure. I will do my daily chores with a song in my heart, singing God's praises until the day I depart. And while I'm living out my disappearing years, I will be grateful to Him for putting me here. In other words, treat it like a gift. You know, you can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and your capacity. One of my favorite quotes, and it's by John MacArthur. You got to get this. We got to be able to feel other people's pain, to walk in their pain. To be able to have empathy, you must be willing to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. It reminds me of a story about a, a man and a woman. Uh, they went to a hospital to have their baby delivered. Upon their arrival, the doctor said he had invented a new machine that would transfer a portion of the mother's labor pain to the father. He asked if they're willing to try it out, and they're both very much in favor because the, the husband wanted to have empathy for his wife. He wanted to understand her pain. He wanted to be there with her. He wanted to go through it together because this is our baby, our pregnancy. So the doctor set them all up, and the doctor set the pain transfer dial to 10% for the starters, explaining to the man that even 10% was probably more pain uh, than he had ever experienced before, but he'd start out at the 10%. But as the labor progressed, the husband felt fine and asked the doctor to go ahead and bump it up another notch because he truly wanted to have empathy for his wife. He truly wanted to experience what she was experiencing. The doctor then adjusted the machine to 20% pain transfer. And the husband was still feeling fine. He said, figured it must have been the adrenaline, you know, so focused on his wife. 
The doctor checked the husband's blood pressure and was amazed at how well he was doing. At this point, you know, the doctor was running out of time. He figured if he's going to make this happen, he might want to increase the pressure. So he said, at this point, he decided to push it up to 50%, half of what his wife was experiencing. The husband was shocked, blown away. The wife wasn't too busy doing what she's doing. She's going through this process. The husband can't believe. I mean, he's really impressed with himself. He's feeling quite well. Since it was obviously helping out his wife considerably, the husband figured, man, I'm feeling okay, and it seems to be helping my wife out. Uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and transfer all the pain, doctor. Transfer all the pain to me. Let's get it all away from her so I get it all. The wife delivered a healthy baby with virtually no pain. They were both stunned. She and her husband were ecstatic. A couple days later, they got home, walked, in, uh, walked up to the porch, and when they got home, there was on their front porch the mailman lying dead on their porch. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. All that for that. I get it, I get it, I get it. You know, ladies and gentlemen, pain can truly be a, an incredible gift because it does tell us a lie. It tells us, you know, if you think about the word dis-ease, you know, I've really been on a health kick, working to get myself back in shape, and uh, with Dr. Elise Hernandez at Maximize Living, and, uh, you know, one stat that she hit me, uh, shared with me hit me pretty hard. She says if uh, zero is dead and 100 is pure, fully healthy, then what happens is symptoms start showing up at 60%. So we're 40% along the dis-ease cycle before we're ever aware of it. And ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of things out there, gifts called people, called opportunities, that sometimes we don't realize that they're a great gift until they're gone. We don't realize it's a great gift until it's over. When do most people want to fix their marriage? When one person's done with it. When do people want to focus on being a great parent? When something tragic happens to one of their kids. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to enjoy the gift while it's still a gift. We'll be back in three minutes with Like It Matters Radio. When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening Workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Good day. Welcome to our show. We are here celebrating with Premier Pool and Spa because they're celebrating a nicer weather with, what else, a huge hot tub sale. Yeah, what was with this weather? Hot one day, cold the next, snow then, then rain. I don't know what's coming or going. That's why it has never been a better time than to have a hot tub or an all-weather pool from Arctic Spa. Yeah, why would I want to sit in a hot tub in this heat? I can't believe you. You are in control of the temperature. So if you want the water cool, it's cool. If you want the water warmer, that's fine too. So in the summer... 
I can have a cool tub, and in the winter, I can have a hot tub. <laughs> I get it, eh? You're pretty smart. We all need to have quality products in Minnesota because of the harsh climate. It isn't only the really cold, but also the really hot that can make an outside product fall apart. Yeah, cold to hot in record time, just like this weather. So if you're looking at hot tubs or swim spas, have a look at the Arctic spas. Visit Premier Pool in Janessen today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, Like It Radio Life Caddy, Mr. Black. And I will be starting a class tonight in Dallas, Fort Worth, in DFW, Texas. I would appreciate your prayers. I think it's uh, Team uh, 184, I think it is. And so there will be 20 of us in that room. Uh, two and a half days, life will change. You can go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net to check it out. And on Saturday at 3.30, uh, we will have a public graduation. If you're in the Metroplex in Dallas and Fort Worth, come by, see us, say hi to Mr. Black. See how lives can change. See the gift of leadership awakening. Today, we're talking about gift cards. Why? Because $130 billion a year are spent on gift cards, and about $1 billion a year goes unspent. So what good is a gift that's not used, right? And so I've told you there's a couple gifts uh, in our lives that people don't realize they're gifts, so they're not being used. They're like that billion dollars in gift cards that are being wasted. One is the past. We're not supposed to live in the past. We're supposed to learn from the past. And so if you miss any of this radio show, uh, you can go into the past by re-listing this radio show. Yep. Uh, if you're listening to it in the morning, then it replays again from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, on iHeartRadio or in Minneapolis, St. Paul. So if you go to iHeartRadio, it's an app on your phone or your computer, and you just query Wellness Radio 1570. It's connected to our, our, our show out of uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. So Wellness Radio 1570, 1570, plays again at 5. Uh, in St. Louis, we are on 95.1 FM, 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Uh, in uh, Richmond, Virginia, we're on AM 1290 and FM 103.3. And that is every Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. In St. Louis, we are on from 7 to 8 p.m. every single night. And you can always go to likeitmattersradio.com uh, and you can listen to this message and all archived messages. So life is about choosing to use the gifts that we've been given. The past is one of those. We can learn from our past so we don't make the same mistakes. We can take the trauma and drama from our past and create a better future. 
a pain. Pain creates a, a, a chasm for joy to fill up. Pain allows us to understand other people's pain. Pain allows us to have empathy to walk with people when they're in pain. Can I suggest the last two gifts that most people don't know? I'm in time together, potential and power. Potential. You know, I love words. I'm an etymologist. I love to take words and define them and see what they mean and then use them properly. That word sin, S-I-N, is an archery term. Some of you are so wrapped up in this word called sin, we're all sinners, all fall short of the glory of God. The Bible's pretty clear, you break one of my commandments, you've broken them all. It takes perfection. And so sin is an archery term, it means to miss the mark. And we all have this unlimited, untapped potential. That unless we believe in our abilities, unless we believe and act as if, it'll never come to bear. And I'm going to tell you why it's this, this sin issue. Remember, it's to miss the mark. We've all been given gifts, talents, resources, and when they're not used into the fullness, then that is a sin. We fall short. We miss the mark. I got this from uh, Thomas Guthrie uh, in his book, The Gospel of Ezekiel. It was written in 1855. It's from his discourse titled The Defiler by Thomas Guthrie. And it says, Who is the hoary sexton that digs man a grave? Who is the painted tempstress who steals his virtue? Murderess that destroys his life. Who is the sorceress that first deceives and then damns his soul? Sin. Who with icy breath blights the fair blossoms of youth? Who breaks the hearts of parents? Who brings old men's gray hairs with sorrow to the grave? Sin. Who by a more hideous metamorphose then Ovid ever fancy changes gentle children into vipers, tender mothers into monsters, and their fathers into worse than Herods, the murderers of their own innocence, sin, who casts the apple of discord on household hearts, who lights the torch of war and bears it blazing over trembling lands, who by divisions in the church rends Christ's seamless robe, sin. Who is this Delilah that sings the Nazarite asleep and delivers up the strength of God in the hands of the uncircumcised? Who, winning smiles on her face, honey flattery on her tongue, stands in the door to offer the sacred rites of hospitality, and when suspicion sleeps, treacherously pierces our temples with a nail? What fair siren is this who... Seated on a rock by the deadly pool, smiles to deceive, sings to allure, kisses to betray, and flings her arm around our neck to leap with us into perdition? Sin. Who turns the soft and gentlest heart to stone? Who hurls reason from her lofty throne and impels sinners mad as gathering swine down a precipice into a lake of fire? Sin. And see, ladies and gentlemen, all this potential we have has no value unless it's tapped into. That's why what I do here at Like It Matters is I help people maximize the potentials they were created with. That's why you need to pick up the phone, 817-502-1554. Call me, email me at Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmattersradio.com. Because I can help you reach your potential. Because since the beginning of time, there has never been another person like you. Nobody has your smile, your eyes, your hands, your hair. Nobody owns your handwriting or your voice. In all of time, there has never been anyone who laughs in exactly your way. And what makes you laugh or cry or think may have a totally different response than another. You are the only one in the whole of creation who has your particular set of abilities. 
There is always someone who is better at one thing or another. Every person is your superior in at least one way, but nobody in the universe can reach the quality and the combination of your talents or your feelings. Throughout all of eternity, no one will ever walk, talk, think, or do exactly like you. You are rare. In all rarity, there is enormous value. And because of your great value, the need for you to imitate everyone else is absolutely wrong. You happen to be special. And it's no accident that you are. Please realize that God made you for a special purpose. He has a job for you to do that no one else can do as well as you. Out of all the applicants, billions, there is only one who is qualified. Only one who has a unique and right combination of what it takes. And that one is you. That's what I mean by the last two P's are potential and power. See, our potential is affected by our BS, our belief systems, because we act as if. And we have to believe in ourselves. We have to believe in who God made us. We have to believe in our potential. we got to believe that tomorrow can be a better day. Because we have a tendency to remind ourselves of the negative. See, leaders remember the right things. I used to say leaders remember. But no, leaders remember the right things. Because some of us remember the wrong things. All our screw-ups, all our shortcomings, all the trauma, all the dramas, the pound of flesh, the record of wrong. Those are things that are supposed to be put as far as the east is from the west. Those are things that are supposed to put two miles down in the depths of the ocean. Those are things that are supposed to be etch-a-sketched, forgotten, gotten rid of. We want to remember the right things, those things that move us to do better, those things that stir us up to give more, to be more. And we got to realize that we have this one great gift where we can exercise our potential and our power. And that gift is called time, because when time is all spent, it's over. That's why I love the concept of imagining that there's a bank account that credits your account each morning with 86400 It carries over no balance from day to day. Every evening, it deletes whatever part of the balance you failed to use during that day. I mean, if you had something like that, what would you do? I know exactly what you do, exactly what I do. We draw it every single cent, and we do have that. We have, the bank is called time, and is that time that God given us, in that time, we're supposed to experience our fullest potential, to be sanctified, to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today to be constant and never-endingly improving, to be a better spouse, parent, whatever roles we play in life today, better today than we were yesterday, and then better tomorrow than today. Every morning, this credit, this account, credits us with 86,400 seconds. Every night, it writes off as lost whatever of this you have failed to invest to good purpose that you haven't used for your potential, that you haven't used for your power, that you haven't lived in the now moment. It carries over no balance. It allows no overdraft. Each day, it opens a brand new account for you. What wasn't used yesterday is gone. Each night, it burns the remains of the day. If you fail to use the day's deposits, the loss is yours. Just like in life, there is no going backwards. There's no drawing against tomorrow because there's no guarantee that anything will be deposited tomorrow. That's why we must live in the present on the gift called time, on today's deposits, to experience our full potential, our full power, to experience the presence of God. We must invest it 
Make the most of the day because yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is the gift. That's why it's called the present. And if you truly want to treat it like the gift that it is. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hi, this is, Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things, how important is a roof or gutters? And, and maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people. And they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or, or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business. Some of the services we offer are shingle roofing, residential roofing. We also do commercial and residential flat roofs, rubber and TPO flat roofs, small or large. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, you can always contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.